This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio with guest host Bob Comsick. And welcome back. An American filmmaker who made a documentary about a ship of Jewish refugees denied asylum in this country back in 1939 believes that the prime minister is going to make a call to action this afternoon. In little more than two hours at three o'clock, Prime Minister expected to stand in Parliament, issue an official government apology for what he will call the country's moral failure. Almost a third of the more than 900 German Jews aboard the MS St. Louis died in the Holocaust. Jewish leaders hoping that Trudeau will make a bold statement about anti-Semitism and commit to fight it. And this is merely the latest apology in a line, a long line by the federal government. There was the one for the 1914 Kamaga to Maru incident in which hundreds of Sikh, Muslim, Hindu passengers turned away at the border. Japanese ship returned to India. 19 passengers shot and killed, many imprisoned. The apology to survivors of Canada's residential schools. Justin Trudeau also asking the Pope if you'll remember to apologize for the church's role in operating the institutions. And only last week he was out west in B.C. apologizing for the hanging of six First Nations chiefs in 1864. You may wish to comment on Today's apologies are all of those ones in general. Is the government saying too many sorries? 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. But let's focus on today's to begin. On the line, Richard Marceau of the Center for Israel and Jewish Affairs. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Bob. In addition to the apology, what steps do you feel that Trudeau and the government have to commit to in order to fight the current uh, climate of anti-Semitism? Well, I don't think we should uh, write off the, the apology. It's a, it's a big part of, of the fight against anti-Semitism in a sense that it is, first of all, it helps survivors, and I was just with some of them here in Ottawa uh, before bringing them to the House of Commons, um, helps them deal with what they live through and what their what their their family lived through. Uh, and two, after Pittsburgh a couple of weeks ago, people were asking, "What can we do to fight anti-Semitism?" And one of the first things that that people mentioned, and rightly so, is the importance of education. So today's apology uh, in the in the very heart of Canadian democracy by the Prime Minister, followed by the leader of the opposition and by the parliamentary leader of the NDP, goes a long way in terms of educating the Canadian. In public and the uh, this kind of interview today and and the media coverage of the of the event goes a long long way. So it, it's it's not the only thing that we must do as a society to to fight anti-Semitism, but education is certainly a, a major component of it. What are some of those people that you say that you're with up there in Ottawa? Is obviously you're on hand to to hear what the Prime Minister will will say in terms of the apology, the words, and maybe some game plan that the government might have to to deal with the situation that we we have today what are some of the others saying to you 
while the what, what the survivors are, are telling us is that they it's hard for them coming from from countries where the the relations the relationship with the authorities is very different from in Canada to see their their prime ministers stand up and say you know this is a moral stain on the history of this country this should never have happened it will never happen again and it sends them a signal as well as to their children and grandchildren and in fact to an entire Jewish community that Jews have a place to to stay in Canada have a place to grow to to live to prosper um, to flourish, and that there, that the government of Canada uh, will always be there and will stand uh, with Jews uh, in in difficult times, and we we're seeing it today, and and we're very grateful um, to see uh, the entire. Um, Canadian political sector stand up against anti-Semitism like like they did uh, after Pittsburgh and li- like they're doing today. It, it is a very, very strong signal sent to Canadian Jews. I know the ap- the apology is important. Uh, there's no denying that regardless of who it's meant for and in this case obviously for the for those that were were victimized and and for for others uh, in the Jewish community but does it not also the apology need to contain some steps for the government to spell out you talk about education how to go about edging Canadians or is that another uh, story for another day well, no, I, 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 I think the, the, the government will include some more concrete things. One of the things I would really like to see is, especially following the Pittsburgh attack, some more money for the security infrastructure programs that, that help um, community at risk with the security costs uh, involved in, in op- operating. Uh, synagogues and Jews across Canada are paying a lot of money for security to make sure that when they go to pray on Saturday, or every day in fact, um, that they're, they're well protected. And the government, under the Conservatives, the security infrastructure program was created. It was bonafide by the, uh, by the current Liberal government, and we're hoping that some announcement will be included uh, today in the, in the speech by the Prime Minister. Now, I'm reading here that uh, what what some uh, Jewish groups are saying is that the government could commit to developing, implementing a national action plan to combat anti-Semitism as other countries. Uh, it's pointed, pointed out uh, France and Norway, for example, have such a, such a plan to, to combat anti-Semitism. Are you familiar with either one of those? And is that something you think we could possibly be looking at in this country? Well, there's whatever the name of the uh, of the program there certainly need there certainly is a need to uh, to fight anti-semitism I, I was talking about education don't want to belittle, belittle the point belabor the point sorry i talked about uh, the security infrastructure program i do believe we should also have a national strategy on online hate we saw the killer of Pittsburgh, how he was radicalized and how he used social media and 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 if we had followed this his is is uh, rants i guess on social media we would have had a good idea of what was coming. Um, so a strategy on online hate in in in, the, in this world today that's more and more interconnected and more and more online is something that, that we will be asking the government uh, and parliament to focus on in the uh, very short future. 
And you're right when you alluded to the situation recently in Pittsburgh with the Tree of Life Synagogue. Uh, As soon as something as horrific as that occurs, automatically everybody wants to know who did this, what are they all about. Then in in this case, as you pointed out, we started uh, reading, hearing, seeing all about these rants. And unfortunately, uh, it's after the fact not before, in order to try to nip something in the bud, does it seem that uh, we find out about these things. Right. And, and, and listen, Canada is a very different place from it was in 1939. Uh, we're very grateful. The community, uh, the Jewish community of Canada is very grateful and very lucky to be in Canada. That being said, that does not mean that anti-Semitism does not exist in Canada. Uh, the latest statistics from Statistics Canada dating uh, to uh, 2016 show that Jews are the most targeted group in Canada in terms of hate crime, uh, and the, the Jews being at the top of, of targeted groups has been constant for, uh, for way too long. Um, so there is a need in Canada. Uh, anti-Semitism exists at the margins of society, but sometimes the margin uh, tends to bleed into, no pun intended, of course, uh, into the center of society. We saw it in Pittsburgh. We saw it the year before uh, in Charlottesville in, in, um, in, in the U.S. Uh, nobody, you don't have to look that far when you go online to see anti-Semitic um, stuff uh, being circulated and and so many of our young people uh, spend time on the internet, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or wherever. Um, this is too important a, 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 uh, a battle, too important a fight, and too important an issue not to have the full power of the government and civil society in general um, to, uh, to leave aside and not to, uh, not to, uh, not to fight. Richard Marceau from the Center for Israel and Jewish Affairs. You're in Ottawa. Did you have a chance yet, or maybe you still will, to speak with Anna Marie Gordon, the only surviving passenger of the MS St. Louis? I haven't had a, uh, the chance yet. She was meeting with the Prime Minister at 12.15. I'm hoping at the reception held uh, later today, I, will, I would have the honor to meet um, this amazing person. And I'm sure you're going to make every effort, given that you're both in the same place, to... Uh, to do so. so It would be a great honor for me. And I guess hearing it at home, let's say in Toronto or wherever home is versus being in there, that will take on just that much more. I'm not saying it makes it any more special, but to be there, to see it firsthand, I guess I'm saying it doesn't make it more special. And yet I'm going to ask you, does it seem to make it a little bit more special to, to want to be right there? that close in Parliament to to hear the, his words? Uh, it will. Um, in a previous life of mine, uh, in 2003, I tabled and had adopted a, a, the bill to recognize the Holocaust Memorial Day uh, officially by the Canadian government. I was a member of Parliament at the time. And, and I, I feel as privileged as I was then, even though I won't be on this on the floor of the house, but will be in the uh, in the in the gallery to be there. And it truly is a historical day for Canada, for Canadian Jews, and for Canadians in general. And thanks for finding the word that I was obviously desperately searching for, and that being 
privilege and obviously historic. That goes without saying. Richard Marceau, Vice President, External Affairs, the Center for Israel and Jewish Affairs. Thank you for your thoughts. Thank you for your time. This is a big day. It's still a couple of hours away, but please go and soak it all in. Thank you, Bob. Okay, thank you. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.